You're listening to the Makers and Mystics podcast. This is season four, episode six. Creativity is not a talent. It's a quality of life that characterizes every aspect of human involvement. From the smallest mundane chores to the grandest works of art, Creativity is not reserved for the professional artist or a select elite. It influences the way we cook our food and set our tables, the way we raise our children and take care of our cities. Every part of life can be endowed with the creative touch. In this episode, I decided to follow the creative spark beyond the canvas and the stage and into the kitchen. My guest today is London-based food writer and recipe maker, Julia Frey. After moving from Canada to the UK with her husband and children, Julia started an online recipe journal named Vika Linka. Several years later, the journal turned into a full-time job and allowed her to transition from teaching to working for herself as a photographer and food writer. In this episode, Julia and I discuss her inspirations and the creativity behind the art of food. Patrons of the podcast can enjoy an additional interview with Julia on the danger of comparison and how to deal with online criticism at patreon.com slash makersandmystics. This is my discussion with food writer, Julia Frey. Thank you so much for being on Makers and Mystics. I'm really excited to have you on the show, yeah. Thanks um, for inviting me. That was really exciting for me to hear that you wanted to speak to me. <laughs> absolutely. I'm excited just because I've seen your work and I read some of your writings online. And I mean, listen, there's nothing more creative than food and just incredible food is such an art form, you know? And so Thank you're you. the, yeah, you're the first chef or recipe maker that I've ever had on Makers and Mystics. So this would be real fun. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'd love to know who you are and what you do and, and just tell us some about who you are. All right. So my name's Julia. Um, I am a food blogger, which I think a bit of a mystery title because people often wonder what that means. All it is is that I write a recipe blog where I share recipes that I create. I take photos of them and I write a little bit about the recipe and just maybe a little snippets about myself. Although as I've been blogging for over five years now, I find that I write less and less about myself and more and more about just the recipe. Mm-hmm. I am originally from Russia. I was born and raised there. I left in the 90s to go to college in the States and um, met my husband there. And then we moved to Canada because he's Canadian. I'm also Canadian. And then we moved to England. So it's kind of like I lived all over. I lived in the Philippines for a year uh, when I was going to college. Um, it was my internship. So I kind of moved a lot in my life. So I actually can't really tell where I'm from anymore because um, 
with the new place that I moved to, I say I'm from the previous place. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the name of your blog is Vika Linka, which is a really unique word. I'm curious how you came up with that name. My daughter's name is Victoria. And Victoria in Russian, like a, a, if you have a little nickname, is Vika. Mm -hmm. And my husband made up this name for her, Vikalinka, which is, <laughs> it, it doesn't exist. It's a made up word. So when we, um, when we thought of naming the blog that came up, because we're like, well, this sort of sounds Russian, but it's <laughs> not. And it's not a word. It's just a funny word. So let's go with it. So that became the name of the blog. I love the name Vika Linka, and that's awesome hearing, <laughs> hearing the story behind it. I'm always making up names for my kids and stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking, though, how cooking is such a process-oriented art. And, you know, you, you take all these different elements, all these different ingredients, and you bring them together into one space, into one creation. And that's the way I've always defined creativity. You know, when people say, well, what is creativity? And I often say, well, I think that creativity is bringing together different elements from different backgrounds and, and different contexts and bringing them into a common space and seeing what comes out from that. I don't know. What, what do you think? No, I think, you know, when you first said it's a process and I kind of thought, well, when I think of a process, to me, it's something very methodical. Like you, you sit down, you think how you're going to do it. Where when I cook, I never approach it that way. Mm. I just sort of sometimes open the fridge and then, the, you know, dinner comes out. And um, <laughs> like I said, I don't know if it's a process. For you, it's more using what you have and maybe discovery? I think it's using what I have, not always, you know, that's one of the ways I cook. It's using what I have. It also could be inspired by something that I've had and trying to recreate it at home mm -hmm. before I actually put something into an actual dish. I think of the flavors and think, okay, I have three flavors I want to use. What else is going to work here? What is going to complement these three flavors or these two flavors? Um, what will go, should go, what shouldn't go in? So I do, I guess it is a process because I think about it before. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever just thrown things in. I have this little phrase that I've used several times where I said that spontaneity is the reward of preparation. <laughs> you know and it seems like that can be true in the cooking world maybe it's like understanding ingredients in how they can work and thinking i mean really it, it, what you're saying to me is thinking outside of the box but that like you said you know yes reward of preparation because at one point i had to do the work of learning how flavors work together yeah. how different techniques um are used in certain dishes. So if you don't have that basic knowledge, you might be very spontaneous and creative, but that the result is going to be a disaster because you still don't follow. So cooking is art, but it's also a skill. Mm -hmm. and, and you can't separate one from the other. Mm -hmm. You know, you can be very creative in the kitchen, but if you lack the basic skill, no one is going to eat your dishes <laughs> you know so that's the thing is that you still need to have need to have the basics come and dine at the table there is room for you and your soul you can be full 
Well, you said to me earlier that traveling and history are two things that inspire you the most, or that they really feed into, no pun intended, they really feed into <laughs> your cooking. But yeah. what are some of the places and what are some of the details of that history and that travel that, that really inspires you the most? Um, do you know, before I answer the question with which places, um, I just want to backtrack and say that um, the reason why I said travel, well, and then, and obviously history, mm -hmm. is because I was reading this one book uh, a while back, and it was all about inspiration, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Oh, I love it. Every creative has read it. Um, and as I was reading it on the very busy train in London going to work at 7 a.m. It's absolutely packed. She's talking about inspiration, how, you know, it's so elusive. And I'm thinking, and I just felt so frustrated. It's like, how am I supposed to feel inspired? Look at my environment. Look where I am. And I kind of asked myself that question, what, what would you need to feel inspired? Like, when did you last feel inspired? And immediately, travel came to mind I'm like well last time when I was traveling and I think it's the experience of new places that kind of stimulate something in your mind you know you always go to what you know even if you're cooking and like well what am I gonna cook tonight well, well I'm just gonna do this because that's what I do every week right but when you travel then you learn new things like well that's what they do every week and maybe I should introduce this so I thought that travel is one of those places that, I mean, not just for cooking, but for anything, you know, it just triggers so many ideas, so many emotions that it's difficult not to come back inspired. And history, of course, because when you learn of certain countries' cuisine, it's so seeped in history. You know, they do certain things because of their history, uh, because of their location, because of the geography of the country, what's available to them, how historically they've used resources given to them, how they preserved them. And now we're coming back to that, you know, that that's the sustainable way. That's the only way. Mm -hmm. You mentioned when you first started talking about traveling, how you were on this crowded train and you're thinking, how can I find inspiration in this environment, you know? And so many of us live these busy and often stressful lives. Some of us are dealing with our own anxieties or depression. And so I wonder, how do you create inspiring stuff in the midst of personal challenges and our culture's hurried pace of life? I really think it depends on what you create. If you're a poet, songwriter, maybe even a painter, I think some of that angst or frustration can come out in really healthy ways. And you can create really inspired stuff, something that, I mean, the point of art is just to connect with people. So if you're connecting with people through your work, that's inspired stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think that works the same way for food. Creating inspired stuff in the food world comes from a place of wellness. Mm. If you don't have anything, even in the spiritual world, if you're empty on the inside, you can't nurture. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same with actual physical food. If you're coming from a place of depression or overwhelming busyness, sadness, anxiety, 
it's really difficult to create food that is inspired and you just don't want to eat and you don't want to feed. Yeah. Wow. You just kind of want to like get better. I love what you said that creativity as it relates to cooking is really connected to wellness and how can you nurture if you're not well? I love that perspective. I think that, like I said, that really depends. I think it's especially important for food that you do need to be well. Yeah. And um, we were in Vienna in December and we went to a museum um, and there's, I don't know if you're familiar with Gustav Klimt, but he has, he's a Viennese artist and there's some examples of his paintings that just kind of scream at you, you know, that, that there's a lot of pain there mm -hmm. and uh, brokenness. And you sort of leave feeling transformed by that. Mm -hmm. And I was looking and I was thinking he couldn't have been well mm -hmm. when he was creating that, but that was inspired mm -hmm. and that did something. And then when um, we were learning that some of this work was done during the World, World War One, which Austria was in the um, in the position of the oppressor, right? Because they were joined with Germany, and uh, so they felt a lot of artists felt like what they were doing was really wrong, mm. and they were drafted, and they didn't want to be part of it. So um, when I was reading that, and I was looking at their work, and I was thinking, well, that makes sense because you can see so much brokenness there, and. Uh, I don't know, maybe they were depressed, maybe they were obviously angry. There's a lot of anger there that came out. And I think that's okay, because that connected to people. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were expressing how they felt. It was like a form of protest. Mm -hmm. Where with food, I have nothing to protest. <laughs> I'm just there to nurture, quite literally. So um, if my anger and angst comes out of my food, I don't think that's going to be very nurturing. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's a very different yeah. sort of a inspiration. And I think if you feed people, you do have to do it from a place of fullness rather than emptiness. Earlier before the program started, you were telling me about your experience growing up in a household of creative people. You said your father played accordion and dabbled in painting, your grandfather was a famous Russian poet, and your brother was a musician and a painter, but you came into your creative expression later in life. And so I'm curious to know if growing up in the midst of these creative people made you feel as if you were an uncreative person or did you see yourself as a non-creative person? I absolutely did see myself as a non-creative person and not that I didn't try. You know, I tried to write poetry and it, nothing would come out. Um, I tried to draw like, you know, in school you were in art class and I tried to draw and it just looks so bad. So, and I just thought it's just not, it's just not given to me. But my brother was the one who was celebrated as a creative child. Um, very early on he was, he was very gifted musically so he was learning. Um, he was a classical guitarist and he had a beautiful singing voice but he also drew and painted and did sculptures like sometimes we just come home and then he's like hey look this is what a sculpture I made 
and everyone's like oh wow and of course people would come over and my parents would like pull it out and show it to everyone and he was just amazing and uh, I was younger so when they took me to his music teacher said well she should you know learn music too she tested me and my brother's name is Sasha and she said the only thing I remember I think I was six or seven she said well she's not Sasha even my parents always said that Sasha is the talented one and Julie is the smart one and I didn't like that I, I wanted to create because I had such appreciation for art I felt like why can't I just do it so yeah I never ever did think of myself as a creative person not until I don't know very recently yeah I tell people that to say that you're not a creative person is kind of bad theology <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like at least from where I'm coming from you know we're created in the image of a creator you know and so I think everybody's creative but often that's the case is that people think well if I'm not a painter or if I'm not a musician uh, or a poet I'm not creative yeah. we equate creativity with the arts but I think creativity goes so much beyond the fine arts or the the most immediate expressions of it and I think uh, that's why I was excited to talk with you because you're a chef you're a cook and you're super creative but it's also outside the norm of the way we often think about creativity and art you know, it's interesting you said that because I 100% agree. When uh, when my son was born, I looked at him, and in the first year of his life, I said to my husband, oh, he's, he's my brother. He's going to be a creative. He's a very creative child. So I just, we waited, and we were waiting for the gifts to come out. Is he going to draw? Is he going to be musically gifted? What's going to happen? And then as he was getting to the age of two, three, when all these things started to come out, I didn't see anything. And I thought, oh, maybe I was wrong. Maybe he, <laughs> he isn't creative, right? He's not my brother. And now he's turning 14 in one week. And he's a very creative child. You know, um, he's, you know, he's in drama and he's really enjoying it. And I just realized that no, I wasn't wrong about who he is. It's just that it's not he's not a painter and he doesn't do music. I mean, he does both of those things, but not to the point where you think he's going to um, be hosting an exhibition. So creativity is something in us. Mm -hmm. And I think when we see a person who's creative, we sort of feel it. And I think one creative person to another, you sort of see the signs. So you want to ask the question, what do you do? Mm -hmm. But like you said, it is always related to fine arts. Mm -hmm. And creativity is so narrowly defined in our world. And I think it's only in the last 200 years, like this, the modern world that defined creativity by fine arts. Mm -hmm. You know, unless you, um, you're a musician or you're a painter or you write, mm -hmm. you know, then you're creative. But how many creative people out there who are engineers? Right. architects right you know that they're doing something but that is the definition of creativity someone came up with a new way to fix something mm -hmm. that is also creativity yeah. um so i think once i realized that because of my child i realized that creativity is so much more than what we think mm-hmm that's so true. I've, I've come to understand creativity as a quality rather than a talent. Mm, yes. 
you know. And in that regard, um, the way we prepare our meals or the way that we raise our children or the way that we do the engineering job, whatever it is, it's the quality that can characterize whatever we do in life. Because you approach everything else with the same creativity. So just to tell you a little bit more about my own journey, like I said, I never thought I was creative. And that's just not something that I ever pursued because it's just not who I am who I was, that years ago, I think maybe 10 years ago, I had a dream that goes into the spiritual side of things. I had a dream that I drew a painting in my dream. And I know that I don't draw. Even in my dream, I know that I don't draw. And, and this painting is good. I'm looking at this and, and I thought, I created something. And I had two friends who came and looked at the painting in my dream, who I know understand art in real life. And I said, is it just me or is it really good? And they said, no, it's really good. And I woke up and I thought something is coming to me that I will be doing that I'm not doing right now. I just knew it. Mm -hmm. I knew it was a promise of something. And I was so sure. I mean, I knew it was not going to be, uh, I was not going to become a painter one day. It's just not my gift. Uh, but, but of course I forgot about the dream and not until I don't know, two, three years into blogging, that's all of a sudden people start saying, you're so creative. And it's like, no, actually, that's not who I am. You actually don't know me. I, I, I'm just Julia. I don't create, you know, uh, cooking is just a skill. And then my brother, who is, like I said, very, very talented, said to me, your photography is really inspiring. And I think my brother's compliment meant this is where I felt absolutely affirmed in something that I was doing because he and he said to me I'm surprised this is this is actually good um, so not until people started saying to me you're creative you're creative it, it was like this constant affirmation I started thinking of myself in that way and I remembered the dream and I thought Do you know what this is what it is mm. something was coming to me and it turned out to be this and I don't even know what this is that I do I do something but it's a combination of um creating a recipe, but also photographing it and, and writing about it. So it's like a combination of three things. So I'm not particularly good in either. Like I'm not exceptional in either. I think it's just the combination that works for me. Well, Julia, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks so much for having me. It's been really fun to actually think and talk about what I do in, in such a way. If you'd like to connect with Julia's food writing and photography, you can visit her at vikalinka.com. We'll have a link to her website in the show notes of this episode. And I'd like to extend the invitation to you if you've wrestled with discovering your own creative expression, or if you're in a place where you're looking to connect with the larger creative community, consider joining the Makers and Mystics Creative Collective at patreon.com slash makersandmystics. Each week, we share reflections on different aspects of creativity, art making, and the deeper dimensions of life. Music for today's show is provided by songwriter Benjamin James. Be sure to look in the show notes for links to his music as well. As always, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another biography from our Artist Profile series. We'll see you then.